Yeah, my name's Bridget, and I'm KCSU's station manager. KCSU is Colorado's biggest college radio station that brings you media, including student DJs, podcasts, sports play-by-play, and news. In this podcast, I'll introduce you to everyone here on staff who makes the station what it is. What department am I with today? The music, music department. That was really in harmony. I enjoyed it, guys. It was very music-like. Okay, who is everyone, and what do you do here at KCSU? I'm Jalen. I'm the music director here at KCSU. I'm Paris. I'm the assistant music director. I'm Riley, and I'm the local music director. So fun. And what does, uh, you know, each position entail? Or like, what does the local music department do? Let's see. So the music department, Paris and I are kind of like three gang group of people. Mm -hmm. So our jobs are kind of like joint together. We do a couple things. A lot of what we do is mostly like uploading music into the station and getting music reviewed so all of the music that comes into the station and goes into our system it kind of goes through paris or i first and riley kind of has the local side of that if you want to talk on that yeah exactly so i just do exactly what you were saying Jalen. but i make sure that we have lots of local music for the people to play and Mm -hmm. people to hear and also just making sure that we're supporting our local scene out here in fort collins do you guys ever let the power get to your head? Because yes, you, <laughs> you guys all the time. Yeah, <laughs> you hold a lot of power. Like you really get to make the sound of KCSU. Is there a certain sound that you want KCSU to, you know, embody? Or what is, you know, what path are we taking in the music department on the local side and the international side? Sorry, that was like a deep question. <laughs> I think like we do try to have a lot of variety because like we want everybody to be able to have stuff that like specific niche stuff that they like to kind of be available to them. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like I think especially Jalen and I kind of have specific genres that are kind of like our little favorites that we will mm-hmm. like include a lot of. I think for me, that's probably like post-punk. I'm very hip hop, jazz, R&B-esque which I think is fun because we don't have as much of that in the station. So it's been fun to, especially punk and the other genres I named, like trying to get more of that into the station because it's something I really care about. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of the cool thing about Zeta and all the DJs that we have. Zeta is the music system we use if listeners don't know what that is. No, I appreciate you. (laughs) Yeah. um, But like sometimes you'll be in there and it'll be like a big artist. You'll be like, oh, we don't have it. But then it causes you to look and you find this little artist you never heard of. But I've found a Mm -hmm. lot of my favorites in Zeta. And I think that that's super cool. And we have so many DJs and all of our DJs have very diverse tastes in music. Mm -hmm. Of course, there's a lot of overlap, but that's pretty cool. And it's, it's kind of interesting to curate all these different types of music to one cohesive sound. Yeah, totally. I hope you guys know that you do influence a lot of DJs' music tastes because when I was a DJ, well, I'm still a DJ, and I'll look through the new category or even the local category, and if I don't know something, I'll play it, and I usually fall in love with it. So mm-hmm. thank you for giving people new music to put on their playlist. Yeah. I appreciate Woo-hoo. you guys. <laughs> so we're going to go to the origins of how you guys got to KCSU, uh, kind of what got made you interested in joining and especially the music side of KCSU. How was your path to get here? Okay. I I was it was like my first week of college and I was all homesick and sad and I was walking around the plaza and I saw Bridget and Bailey sitting out there tabling and I was like, hey, what what are you guys doing? And you're like, oh, we do the radio and we do things. And then Bailey kind of took me under their wing and showed me the ropes of Mm -hmm. KCSU, um, Bailey was assistant music director last year. 
So that was super cool. I opened mail for about 12 months. <laughs> um, it was super fun though. And it was cool to see. And then when the jobs became open for like the following year, I was like, that sounds like somewhere I'd want to work. And it's super cool. I just think the environment here at KCSU is something that you don't really find in a lot of work environments. Like it's just really cool people and such amazing friends that I'm have glad. been made. <laughs> yeah, I knew Riley as Bailey's volunteer. I yeah. met Riley like <laughs> twice because I was like, I, every time I met you, I was doing something like an event or yeah. something very important. And I felt really bad because I just no, never spoke to you. It's okay. <laughs> um, but moving on, Paris, how did you end up at KCSU? So like back in the 80s, my mom was, <laughs> oh. I like, was like, you yeah. joined in the 80s? <laughs> my mom was like friends with a bunch of people who worked here. All the like KCSU kids of the olden days. And so Whoa. I like, no way. I kind of grew up with her and my dad talking about like memories from that time. Mm -hmm. And so I always thought it was the coolest thing ever, and I always wanted to do college radio. And then when I finally got to CSU, I was too shy to actually, like, get involved <laughs> for a couple of years. And then I finally, like, became a DJ last year and was like, I don't know why I didn't do this immediately, because it's, like, my favorite thing. And then, yeah, I applied for the job this year, and I got it. And I love everybody here now a lot. Yeah. That is such That's a wholesome, so cool. like, full I did not circle that. moment. <laughs> That's what? so awesome. I, I hope it. my kids also think of that. Like, I, if I have children, not to get deep on here, um, <laughs> but I hope they would know, like, about KCSU and join Aww. college radio, too, because that's, like, so awesome. I love that. It was probably way cooler in the 80s, though. I, like, started to think about that. It was. Yeah, like, there was, like, <laughs> oh, no way it was dang. cooler in the 80s. No, <laughs> like, 80s it's college very radio. Cool. It's very cool now, too, but... I feel like it was slightly cooler back then. <laughs> well, I think 80s college radio just is... 80s is cooler, you know, like vintage. <laughs> I don't know, vintage, vintage. college radio. It has radio. like a mystique to it. Yeah, it's That's just so different. True. I think it's equally as cool, but that is so cute. Jalen, how did you end up here? <laughs> so I'm a music composition major and I spend a lot of time writing music for different different kinds of genres. So for school, I do a lot of like contemporary art music, which is for like small ensemble and large ensemble. But I also have a lot of love for the genres of music that my family has brought me. So I remember when I first listened to A Tribe Called Quest, we were in a little pizza place and we were eating dinner and my dad was like, I think you'd really like this. And since then, I've really, really been interested in finding all kinds of different music, and I just love like experimental music and music that kind of breaks the lines of genres. And when I saw that the music director position was open, I was not a DJ before this. I was like, oh, I think I think I'm like the most qualified person possible, in my opinion, <laughs> my humble opinion. I think that I embody like when people say that they listen to everything, I'm like, yeah, that's cool. But if I play this song for you right now, you'll probably have some kind of horrible rancid reaction to it. Mm -hmm. And I love it. Like, I love all of the music. <laughs> so I look for a lot of different stuff and it's kind of what the point of the job is. So mm -hmm. I was so excited. And when I got it, I met all of the other people here and I was like, oh, oh yeah, this is actually going to be so fun. So mm -hmm. I love it. And everyone here gets to listen to me rant about random music genre things mm -hmm. and show them horrible, horrible, like out there songs and stuff like that so it's a very very <laughs> they're not very horrible some of them some of them i think they're bad horrible. some of them are bad it's okay though it's not your fault but like you that's know? the point it's, yeah it's so fun to look at like 
to go as far as possible with like the looking for new music stuff. I I love it. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, the music department holds such a special place in my heart, and I'm so glad I hired all three of you because I really feel like you embody <laughs> what I want in a music department, and I am proud of all the work that you've done. And I love hearing everyone's little journey to get here. Going kind of away from KCSU, I'm curious what your favorite concert you have ever been to is. So I have two. Okay. One of them, you and I share because it was so good. And I loved the Thundercat concert so much. Thundercat is awesome. I think it's Mm -hmm. cool to see someone live and get to hear this like totally different version of their music because Thundercat's Mm -hmm. music in recordings and release music is very, very like palatable. I don't think it's jarring in any way. It's like mm-hmm. totally understandable. And it's just this cute little R&B, like occasionally funk vibe. And I love it. But live, Thundercat is like this crazy guy playing six string bass better than, better than anyone probably ever has. And it's like bordering on like post metal crazy stuff. And I think that's so cool. And my yeah. second one is the first time I went to the Colorado Symphony because the sound of a symphony orchestra is like crazy to listen to and it kind of just like washes over you and it was so cute because I like realized I hadn't been to an actual professional orchestra mm-hmm. and my partner took me and we went and it was this cute little date and I was like crying listening to this piece <laughs> that I had always wanted to hear live and I was like I loved that so much oh so, so beautiful probably have, those two have you seen sorry to get you off You're but okay. have you seen like the shows with the Colorado Symphony at Red Rocks I haven't like, been to one. I want to okay, go so bad. Okay, because came the other year with the Colorado Symphony, and I was like, what is this combo? I did see RZA, like, at the Colorado Symphony. They did, like, a, he wrote a ballet. It was a whole thing. It was what? so good. It was crazy. I saw Sublime, and he opened. That's so cool. <laughs> and I was what? like, why are you here? <laughs> so confused. That's so awesome. But that's so cool that he wrote a ballet. It's wild. Um, and I also have never seen as many people as I did at the Thundercat concert leave during it. There were so many people like leaving. It was empty really? at the end of it. Yeah. There were a lot of people there for like the openers that are like, they were like, has Zach Fox gone on yet? And I was like, well, well, yes. And mm-hmm. uh, don't get me wrong. All of them were amazing. They, it, really they were, were really good. But I was like, mm, me when I weed out the people who aren't really here for the music because yeah. it was just such a good show. Like there were four whole acts and all of them were amazing. And mm-hmm. for you to get to the end of that concert and be like, yeah, this is meh. And leave is crazy to me. Yeah, because I think a lot of people too were expecting Thundercat to just play his music. And instead he was just like... Just ripping. Oh my God. Just yeah, ripping. Yeah, like in between songs solos. he would just be like like this because he would just be going crazy. I'm sorry. Waving you can't see what I'm doing. Around. Yeah, like loosening up his wrist because he was just yeah. doing so much on the bass. And I was just the whole time my mouth was open. It's crazy. Anyway, Paris, what has been your favorite concert? I was going to say it might be recency bias because it was like a few weeks ago, but it's not recency bias because it was really good. I know exactly which one you're going to say. Yeah, it was Hosier at Red Rocks, mm-hmm. um, which I went to last month in October, and it was really good. I mean, I'm a really big Hosier fan, and I never thought I'd ever get to see him live because he like, his shows are expensive and really big and like they sell out fast, but I did get to go because of this wonderful job. And mm-hmm. we were also like, I was way closer than I ever thought I would be to him as a human, which is weird. <laughs> it's like weird yeah. to see someone you're like, who is kind of this like mythical figure in your life Oof. and just see them standing there and be like, oh my God, that's just like a guy. 
Yeah. And he's just like there and he's like breathing the same air as me, right? Yeah. And he's huge. And he's, yeah, Hosier's like 6'6". Six, six, yeah, six. no, he is very, very big. Yeah, this big Whoa. Irishman. He's a yeah, tree. That's crazy. He's mm-hmm. a tree. Yeah, but that is crazy. And I'm really so beautiful. jealous you gotta go because I... I feel like everyone was talking about that concert mm-hmm. that like lived in Colorado the entire year was like, I need to go see him at Red Rocks mm-hmm. and no one could because of how expensive it got. Yeah. So KCSU pulling through, you're really yeah. lucky. And I'm hoping he headlines Lollapalooza or like a festival mm-hmm. that I can go mm-hmm. to and I can mm-hmm. see him. He did announce next he's coming back to Red Rocks next August. I saw that. So try to. But can... then he left open a Chicago date, right, guys? And I'm Ooh. on the subreddit of Palapalooza, and I'm like, OMG. <gasps> Everyone's like, oh, he's gonna headline, or like, he's at least gonna perform. Mm-hmm. Probably. And I'm like, Damn. yes. Because then I could yes. buy like a $400 ticket and see multiple artists mm-hmm. instead of just buying 400 resale. Yeah. For just him, even though I love him as well. But I'm super jealous, and I'm glad that you got to experience that. Did you buy merch? Mm-hmm. I didn't buy merch because I was feeling a little broke mm, at that mm-hmm. moment in time and at most moments in time. But like, <laughs> but I, I have the memory and yeah, and that's, that's enough. And I also yeah. might, I might get a hosier tattoo. So we'll see. That's better than a sweatshirt. Better than merch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, Riley, what about you? Every time I'm asked this question, I'm going to have a different answer. I was just thinking, I'm going to go over the Red Rocks theme for a second. Two, two different shows. One, last May, I got to see Billy Strings at Red Rocks, and my dad got won some, like, raffle thing. So we got, like, second row, which is actually technically first row, because the, like, first row is actually the floor. So we were, like, basically first row at Red Rocks with, like, my dad and I. And that was, like, just crazy. Because, like, the same thing. Like, you're like, oh, my God, this person that, like, I've seen a bunch of times is, like, in front of me. So that was pretty surreal. That was mm-hmm. awesome. And it was just super special. It was raining. My first Red Rock show in the rain, which I never understood mm-hmm. the hype behind. But there's there's cool? hype. It was really it's cool. So fun. Freezing, but really cool. Yeah. 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 But and then the other show that came to mind was I saw X. Um, they're like an 80s punk band with my dad back home in California, like probably a couple years ago now. They were very popular in the 80s. So it's like crazy like seeing them. They're all older now. And it's like, dang, you really can play music for the rest of your life. Uh-huh. So that was like super cool because I was probably the youngest one in there by like quite a few years. And it was just cool seeing like, hey, if you love music, you can do it for the rest of your life. Yeah. So I love cool. going to old people concerts. <laughs> like It's like my favorite thing ever. I went yeah. to Lauren Hill and I swear to God, mm. I was like, there was only a few of us because like the DJ was like, cheer if you're Gen Z. Like, I want to get like a feeling. And like we cheered like, and Whoa. like we were the only people in our section that cheered. And so many people were just like, turned around Gen and gave us like Z. the grossest so look funny. and then we got to like boomers and everyone was like yeah and i was like damn you guys are old but it's so fun <laughs> and they were all getting like oh, i can't say anything they were just having a lot of fun as old people and it was having really wholesome having yeah just the time in their life but yeah i feel like we could talk about concerts forever with you guys just because again you go to so many music you know music um, you get it. But the last question I want to ask you, and this is the most important question, of course, is the desert island question. If you were to bring an artist with you on a desert island, who are you picking? Or a band? Jeff Buckley. Because... Are you laughing? (laughs) (laughs) So funny, because Cruz would love that answer. Yeah, no. Cruz and I definitely bond over our love for Jeff Buckley. What is everyone's... No, sorry. I'm going to cut you off real quick, because I'm curious why everyone is... 
loves Jeff Buckley so much. Okay, Jeff Buckley got mainstream, and I'm not okay. trying to gatekeep, but I am mad about the fact that he got way too mainstream. But it's okay because he deserves it. And it's I think it's just so special how he only released, I mean, he had one live album and then one studio album okay. before he passed away. Oh. Um, so I think it's like, and his music was so amazing. And then they had, he had a lot of stuff that's like, it's released now, but it wasn't like finished work, mm, I guess, more okay. or less. It probably technically could be finished, but I think it's crazy how someone in such a short span of life could create such beautiful music and just like thinking about their potential if they did more. Oh, okay. So I guess that's okay, that makes me appreciate. Yeah. yeah. I haven't really gotten into him, so I'm just yeah. like, he did kind of get mainstream because I, I know. Yeah. Well, I no, feel like I know his music. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But why would you bring him though? Just to see, like, I Talk to just him. the way that he like phrases every day, like things that you experience on a daily basis and the way that he phrases them. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like something like a lot of like the indie songs are like, I love you and I miss you, you know? And like, that's awesome. That's super cool. But when someone has the way to like turn normal words into like just this beautiful like poem, more or less, I think that that's mm -hmm. really special. Yeah. So I think that that would be a super interesting conversation to have with him. Mm -hmm. Just like wow, you really think about things deeply. <laughs> yeah, that actually would be really cool. Yeah. Well, good answer. Thank you. Paris? <laughs> I do. I still have the impulse to like pick someone who'd be like a survivalist, but I also don't, <laughs> I don't know what musicians I like are survivalists. And also like, it's Fiona Apple and like, yes. <laughs> yes. I feel like she is a survivalist though. No, like no, when so you really think about it, yeah. she's more of a survivor than Fiona Apple. Real. No one. No, <laughs> no one. one. Stew on that because like Stew she's on so that. she's so <laughs> wise. She's just so wise and like I want her wisdom and mm -hmm. I want to talk to her about anything. And also like on Fetch the Bolt Cutters, a lot of that record she did record with like random stuff. Like she used like bones and like dog barks and just random stuff around her house. And so I'm like, she might be able to like make something happen on this island with like <laughs> coconuts or something. I think yeah. she could put together another really good record mm -hmm. and hang out with me in the process. Yeah, you can help nice. her with it. I'll help her a little. Yeah. I actually think that's a great idea because imagine how many like units that record would sell. <laughs> like it would go like triple platinum. Yeah. Genuinely. That's so funny. Yeah. Great that's answer. Such a good answer. Two two great answers. Jalen, you have a lot to live up to right now. Oh no. I think it'll be a good answer. It's okay. I, I figured it out. I'm going <laughs> to say Tyler, the creator, because oh, guys, there's... <laughs> I'm surprised by this answer. Why? I'm not. No, like it's a valid answer, but I'm surprised. Okay. I'm so here's the thought process is mm -hmm. I think that there's a lot of people who in their like professional careers have not seen very much growth in like both from like a professional side of things and also like interpersonal growth and tyler the creator is definitely someone who has gone <laughs> from like being whoever he was however long ago mm -hmm. to being who he is now and i think while he probably would not make very good music on this island with no real way to make this music i think it would be so fun and so interesting to talk to him and just hang out on this deserted island because mm -hmm. he's like if you ever watch interviews of him not only is he the funniest human being alive mm -hmm. he's also like got really 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 good insight and like listening to him talk about just how he thinks about his own music and his own life is like every time i see an interview with him it's like oh i've never thought about it that way or mm -hmm. if i have thank you for telling me again and more firmly and mm -hmm. bluntly because i needed to hear that so yeah tyler the creator 
Oh my god, I want to switch my answers to all three of those. That was really good. <laughs> Have you seen the Zane Lowe interview with Tyler yes. Critter? That is uh-huh. like my comfort interview. It's so good. He is so smart. I like know. genuinely. And he does he he used to not come off as that because he used to come off as like a crazy little teenager that would say a lot of weird things mm-hmm. in his music. And now it's like he I completely agree. He's done so much like growth. Yes, like in oh, so many crazy. different ways. Yeah, like, one of my favorite ones is him talking about piano. It's mm-hmm. have you ever seen him play? Like he's a yeah. ridiculous piano player, mm-hmm. and it wasn't like he's always. But he was like, I need to be better at producing. I'm gonna learn piano, and he was mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna get really good at piano, and just did. And mm-hmm. that's an insane thing for him, especially to do as a producer. Is like there's not a lot of people who are producing music and are like actually really good keyboard players. Like he's mm-hmm. insane. I ugh. I loved all those answers. I loved getting to talk to you guys. Thank you so much for sitting down with me and letting our listeners get to know you more and letting me get to know you guys more. And I want to thank you for tuning in to Beyond the Radio Waves. To listen to more podcasts like these, check out our website, kccufm.com, and our Spotify at kccufm, or anywhere else you get podcasts. My name's Bridget. This is Jalen. Paris. I'm Riley. And this was the music department. Peace and love. We'll see you later. Bye.